Hello, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to Discover Podcast. We're so glad that you guys are joining us today for another episode. It is Friday, and it was Thanksgiving yesterday, so I hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving uh, with their families, with their friends, you know, everyone. Uh, despite of all that's going on, we just love to have these moments with our family and just, you know, enjoy in company and just run back to what thankfulness is all about, you know. And obviously, we are so thankful for everyone who is listening. Thank you guys so much for those who are tuning in. And we have seen, you know, an increase of listeners on the podcast. And we're so, so glad you guys are joining, that you guys are being blessed and touched by this. And I, I just pray that it continues to to help you guys, you know, with your walk with Christ. And uh, yeah, let's actually get into today's Jesus Talks. Today is Friday. So we are going into a subject where we talk about just Him. Uh, rather, we... Pick a certain subject um, that talks about just Jesus, and we just elaborate on this as much as we can, so we can really experience Jesus in these Jesus talks and these podcasts to discover. We're still discovering Him uh, within our daily lives, so we use these uploads on Fridays to really discover Jesus within every single moment of our days. How we, how can we discover Jesus in our secret place, prayer time, reading the scriptures, all this stuff? So, let's get into Jesus talks. And if we haven't heard Monday's message. We were actually talking about the spirit of religion and how Paul was actually going into the depths of hypocrisy within the Jewish people um, in Romans. So we actually mentioned how this can actually apply within us. And I touched on the subject how even in our own secret place, it can be religious um, in our own hearts. So just because he actually elaborated a lot on God will judge us what we do in secret. You know, it's all about what the heart is doing, you know. Jesus came here to really transform our hearts above all things. And Paul even said that those who are actually call themselves Jews are those who actually allow their hearts to be transformed by the Spirit and who desire to please God and not men. So this is what this podcast is going to be about today. Um, more specifically on what we do in our secret lives. And I'm going to go into the details of the secret place, our prayer time, our studying time, everything that we do. Um, I've talked about this a, a bit. I believe it was in the the episode that I said, you know, how to fall in love with Jesus episode. Um, I did speak about this, but I'm going to go into the depths of how this actually can look, how to be religious in our secret place and how not to be, you know, because I believe there's times where we don't understand when we are being religious and when not to. So let's just get into this. Uh, I did mention this one thing. In the last episode is that something without his presence, anything without his presence is considered religious. So I'm just going to go straight into this topic and let's just pray before anything. Let's let the Lord lead us today um, above all things so he can um, really speak to our hearts so we can do something. Man, we want something brand new in our secret place. We want to go deeper in prayer. We want to experience Jesus. You know, I feel like many people always ask me, man, how do you experience God? I mean, I pray, I do this, I do that, but I don't really experience God like I like I think I should. So let's really pray that the Lord just does something today so we can really experience God, right? So let's pray. Father, I thank you for your love. I thank you for everything you've been doing in this podcast. I thank you because you, Jesus, are starting to reveal yourself more every single day. And I pray that you, Lord, take this word, you take this message, that you, Jesus, begin to speak through me so people can really be attracted to you, Father. And Jesus, I just ask that you lead us and guide us into this brand new life of the secret place to please you above all things. This isn't for anybody else. This isn't for anyone else to see. 
but only you see our true motives. And Father, just take our hearts. It's yours. We bless you. In your name we pray. Amen. Cool. So let's get into this podcast, this Jesus Talks. Um, I mentioned one thing in the last episode, I believe. Um, I said that I went to a conference and I realized that everything was not religious. What I grew up with religion, what I grew up with knowing what religious was, is, you know, people wearing veils, long skirts, very conservative backgrounds, stuff like that. That's to me, that was always, that was always what religious was. Um, being so strict on being a certain or looking a certain way or doing a certain thing uh, to please God, um, which is somewhat true, right? You know, that's that's what religion is. Um, but then the Lord spoke to me at a conference and he told me, you know, what this was not so conservative. You know, it was completely youth-like, you know, lights, music. It was like a concert kind of thing, right? And God told me, this is very religious. And I said, how in the world is this religious? And he said, anything without my presence is religious. It's just straight up religion. You know, when we don't do something, when we do something for him instead of with him, you know, that, that becomes religious because then we start to do things out of our own works and we begin to become so repetitive in doing our works that it has to be done this way. Otherwise, God is not going to be pleased. So I'm going to go in the depths of this topic, um, especially within the secret place in prayer. Um, I mentioned that it is possible to be religious in prayer. It's funny because we're running to him in prayer for his presence. We're running to his presence in prayer. And yet sometimes we're there without his presence. And we do a certain things. We check out the checklist. We go through the things we have to do in our prayer time. And we end up just, that's it. You know, we just clock out and that's it. And it just becomes an obligation instead of meeting him, wanting to be there because of him. So this is the heart behind absolutely everything that we do. Him, Jesus, I just want you, right? So when I begin to run to him in any place, I need to have this heart that's on fire for Jesus that says, I came here just for you. I want to be here. I want to experience you. I want to fall in love with you more. I'm just in love with you, man. I need you. I want you. So when this is knocked out of our secret place, if this is knocked out when we go pray and we just go, okay, man, I have to be here. I didn't pray yesterday. I didn't pray today, so I need to pray. Um, and we just don't have this connection with the person of Jesus. That's where it gets religious. And I'm going to actually go through sometimes these these moments that I had um, in the secret place where I had these moments, where I had these uh, these experiences where I just felt like I was just being very religious and um, it's happened a lot to me, and it's not something to condemn anyone about because it happens, you know. But this is where we need to really fix our hearts back to Him. So while we're in our secret place and we feel like we're not wanting to be there with Him, for Him, God is still able to use that heart and say, look, I just want to be with you. I just surrendered to Him in the moment, like, Lord, forgive me, but here I am. You know, I'm my mind is flooded with many things. I'm thinking of many things. I'm trying to be here. I want to please you. But in those moments, because we're so distracted with other things, we forget that he is just there for himself, that he is there. And all we have to do is just want him, you know, and desire him. Many times because our hearts are so distracted with other things, we fail to just want him. And we start to do the checklist. Okay, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, so I can get back to what I have to do, right? So it's it's crazy. It's it's it's, And I say it's, I always say it's a fine line because we're in the secret place. No one knows we're there. 
we're in prayer, we're spending time with Jesus, and when my heart is not aligned with him, that's when we fail, right? So it's not so much in spending the time and being there, it's more the condition of our heart. I love what Paul said in, in Monday's episode where he says a true Jew, we said it already, a true circumcision has to deal with our hearts. A true Jew is someone who actually, who, who lets their hearts be transformed by the Holy Spirit. And true circumcision is those who actually want to please God and not men, right? So this is the whole point of everything. This is where everything begins, that my heart has to be completely aligned with him, not just with him, but man, I want to be so in love with Jesus. Every single time I'm with him, I just want to experience him. I just want to talk to him. I just want to hear his voice. That's the point of this, right? This is why I spend time with him. This is why I want to be in that secret place, because I just want to be with him. I want to experience him in a brand new way. I want to be with Jesus to the point where I know something new about him every single time. And sometimes our hearts forget that it's all about him, and then we try to force it out of him. And this has happened to me so many times. I promise you, it happens to me a lot. But this is where I learned to say, man, it's not going okay. I know what it feels like to experience life himself when I actually experience Jesus in these moments. When it's pure and it's out of love. And man, it just, you don't want to leave, man. It's, that's the place where you just do not want to leave. When you're finally experienced Jesus and you're in his presence simply because you want to be with him, I promise you something. Once you experience his presence in that moment, you don't want to leave. You want to stay there. He's like, Lord, I don't want to leave. I want to be with you forever. And you pass hours and hours and hours in that place with Jesus because you're so in love with him. And he, it's just the reality. You just, man, it's just being with him. I mean, I just can't really express it any other way else. I mean, it's unexplainable, the feeling. Really, it really is. But it's simply because, man, you're right here. You're here. I, man, where, where else can I go? It's like what Peter said. You have the words of eternal life. There's nowhere else I can go. You know? So... Man, it's it, that's all it is. So how can this moment get religious? And it's simply just that we fail to have this heart when we run to him. So let's say, I'm going to do this practically, right? Personally, I run to this circle place. I have this spot. I go and I just, okay, Lord, I have to be here. I mean, I know, like, my, my soul knows. I personally know that I have to pray, that I have to read, that I have to fast. I have to do all these things because I do need him, spiritually speaking. My spirit can actually lack Jesus many times, and I can feel it. And like, man, I need Jesus right now. So, but when I go, am I going because I need Him or because I have to be there? You know. So that's the question that we have to ask ourselves. And it's okay. Like, even if we have the wrong motives, God is still able to twist it around and say it's all about me. And it's all about attention. It's all about giving Him our attention. So, I mean, there's times where I've been in the secret place, and. I try to force something out of God where I say, Lord, I just want to speak to you. And I'm thinking, right, like my mind is going crazy. Like I'm thinking of other things. But I know like, okay, I'm, I'm focusing my mind back to you. Oh, man, this is crazy. Like, I mean, I, I got to think. I got to think. Stop thinking. Nope. Back to Jesus. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. And I take out my Bible, start reading. And I'm like, okay. But it's like nothing's happening. Right? So you see how that, that goes, right? I'm trying to do something for him. But without him, it's impossible. I can't achieve what I want to achieve in this place without him so rule number one jesus is number one <laughs> always he's the key and if we don't submit to him in that moment it's gonna be hard for us to really experience jesus so honestly the secret place is not so much to be there 
It's to be with a person. Seek the Father who is in secret, and I will reward you in public. You know, don't be like these hypocrites who pray in the streets saying, oh, like I pray every single day. And you just want to be seen, man. I've seen so many people on Instagram, on Facebook who post, oh, I'm spending time with Jesus. You know what the scripture says about that? It says that those who pray in the public, their recognition is their reward. So people who see them pray in the public, that's the reward. Vice versa, when he says, when you seek him in the secret when no one else is looking, he becomes your reward. Hebrews says, God is one who rewards anyone who diligently seeks him. You know, so it's like those who seek God pure-hearted is those who God will reward with himself. He will manifest himself more deeply simply because you just want him. It's in the secret where no one else is looking, right? So I'm seeing these people, and this is the sad part, people who actually post of, oh, I'm spending time with Jesus. Yeah, I'm getting my daily word, devotion, stuff like that, which is, I mean, I'm not thinking it's a bad thing. But it just shows that your heart was more into let people see what I was doing. You know, and in my personal life, I never post anything. I never in my I don't think I've ever done it. Maybe once or twice when in the beginning. But I have never, and to this day, I can't remember the last time I've done this, where I would post, oh, I'm spending time with Jesus, having a little private time or having my Bible out, take a, a screenshot or something like that. I mean, I'll probably post some revelations on scripture that I've gotten. Um, I do it a lot, especially, you know, during breaks and stuff uh, at work. But like, oh, like spending time with Jesus kind of thing. This is the way to start my mornings, you know, stuff like that. I'll never do that. Um, because that's where my heart's at. You know, I, I don't want to expose the secret place. It's a secret place. It's it's meant for no one to know what's going on. And the sad part is that Jesus says, once this actually happens, this becomes their reward. In other words, every single like on that post, every single person that says, oh, wow, he's actually doing something, that is their reward. And it, it just blows my mind simply because the real reward of seeking God in the secret is himself. In other words, he's saying, if you do this, if you try to just expose the secret place and just do this for recognition, I won't give you the real reward. And it's not God being like mad at you. It's literally, it's the heart. I mean, the heart is key. Without a true heart wanting Jesus, God will never give you himself if you don't want him. Period. That's the only thing. If you come to a place and you're like, man, I just want you, he will be there. He'll show up. Your heart is aligned and you're just wanting him. Your desire is so strong that your attention and focus is just on Jesus. Vice versa. When you're there and you just don't want to, you know, and you're just thinking of, man, what if people like see me and like, oh, I wonder how many people will see this and actually like my post or something. You're not paying attention to God. So it's impossible for him to give you himself. Because your heart's not ready to receive. So it's not saying God is mad at you. He'll not give you himself. Oh, forget this. Like, he's not going to be there with me. I'm out of here. That's not what God is doing. He's saying, it's impossible for me to give you myself. Because you're not really ready to receive. I want to so badly. But your heart, I can't. Like, it's something is blocking your heart for me to do this. It's our desire for people to know that we're in the secret place. To be with Jesus. Like, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, and that's why that is the reward. God is saying, I want to reward you with myself, but I can't if your heart is locked with something else. If your heart is occupied with something else, I cannot give you myself. This is what this means. So when he rewards you in the secret, no, when you seek him in the secret, 
He rewards you in the public. And guess what? He is the reward in the public. This is why you see people who are different. This is why you see people who actually feel like, man, something is different with this guy. Jesus is speaking. I can sense Jesus through this guy. Why? Because he spent time with Jesus by himself. And the crazy part is he doesn't say anything about it. And amazingly, it's just Jesus rewarding this person with more of himself in the public place. Now it's impossible for Jesus to not give himself in the public wherever he's at because he loves to spend time with him in the secret. So I'm hoping everybody's getting and understanding where this is going. So how do I become religious? I'm going to go really specific in the details and how this really looks like. Like I said before, the Instagram thing. Wanting to, um, wanting to show people that I'm here in the secret place. That's one thing. But we're going to go deeper into this. There's, more, there's a thinner line than just that, you know. For example... When I run to this place, and obviously, again, it goes back to the heart. When I run to the secret place, and I feel like I have to be there. Or I feel like I, I, I need to read the scriptures. I need to find this revelation with Jesus. Because I, I know, at this point in my life, I know that Jesus is the only one who can reveal me things. And when I have a new revelation of Jesus, that's when I have the best day of my life. Because I heard his voice. Right, So even being in that place. But that's the thing. We have to desire hearing his voice. So if I'm there, religion, like I said, is anything without his presence. Anything without the desire of being with him. So I can be in that secret place, like I said. Wanting other things but him. I can be reading scripture and my mind is somewhere else. I'm so constantly thinking of something else. And I understand the flesh can really get us sometimes. And it is sometimes hard to really pay attention. The best thing is that we have Him. It's the Holy Spirit that can actually give us the ability to fall in love with Jesus all over again. It's His presence. So this is what I actually do. Um, if I have these moments where I feel like, oh man, like I'm not paying attention. I feel like it's impossible to really give my heart right now to Jesus because I'm just so distracted. There is a way out of this. There is a way into his presence, even if we come into his presence this way. Because he's so good. He's amazing. He's so good to us that still he gives us the ability to fall in love with Jesus, even if we don't come with the right heart. So don't condemn yourself if you feel like, man, I don't want to be here. Or I'm too distracted. Lord, please forgive me. Like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. We all go through this. It's the flesh. But Jesus' beauty is so powerful. The beauty of God is so strong that it can literally attract us away. It can pull us away and He can steal our attention from every other lover that we have in this life. His presence is able to do that. It is possible. So how do we do that? How do we get there? There is a scripture. I'm going to read it to you. I was reading it this morning. I want to show you guys what it means to keep our hearts burning for Jesus. And I'm actually going to go to the Old Testament. And it's uh, Leviticus 6, uh, starting on verse 8. This is the instruction of a burnt offering. Now, this is so crazy because we are considered offerings of God. It's Paul says us to, you know, offer your bodies as, as living sacrifices. Now, this is what he actually, what God actually instructed Moses. And verse 8 says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Give Aaron and his sons the following instructions regarding the burnt offering. The burnt offering must be left on top of the altar until the next morning. Okay, and I'm going to connect this spiritually speaking into the New Testament, right? 
of today. And the fire on the altar must be kept burning all night. So let's compare this to today. The burnt offering is ourselves. And he's saying it must be left on, on top of the altar until the next morning. In other words, it never stops. We should never stop being an offering to God. It's not just the, during the day or during the night or whenever, during service. I don't know. It's never just a certain time. We should always be offerings to God. And I love what this says, what, what the next part says. It says, and the fire on the altar must be kept burning all night. This is talking about our hearts. Our altar is within our hearts. What we offer God is an offering. That's an altar. Where it places, what we give, it's, it's our hearts. Right? And he's saying we should always keep this burning all night. I love how this just connects to Jesus. Look, verse 10 says, In the morning, after the priest on duty has put on his official linen clothing and his linen undergarments, he must clean out the ashes of the burnt offering and put them aside in the altar. Now, what is the burnt offering in this case, spiritually speaking? It's ourselves. It's the old man. It's who I used to be. I give my life to you. I give you everything. And I love the fact that they had to use these pure clothing. It has to be um, a special type of clothing to actually be a priest. It's his official linen clothing, linen undergarments. And that has to do with identity and holiness. But he's saying that, you know, take the ashes of the burnt offering. This is talking about your past. And he's saying this is what he said to do with these ashes. It says in verse 10, In the morning, after the priest on duty has put on his official linen clothing and linen undergarments, he must clean out the ashes of the burnt offering and put them beside the altar. The altar is our heart. The ashes is the offering that we gave him. It's ourselves. But the fact that it's burnt says the following. It says that who I used to be, I offer. I give you thanks for who I am now. It's saying like, I now have this linen, this, this brand new clothing this new identity and i'm going to give you who i was as an offering like who i was was the ashes it's like the old man and i put this within my heart in other words i'm always grateful and thankful what you have done for me i thank you because you took me you changed my life and because what you've done on that cross i'm a whole new creation in other words never forget what he's done. remember this is what i said in the, in the very beginning this is this is the gospel right to always remember the gospel. This is how we realign our hearts back to Jesus. We remember who we were. We remember who he, what he has done. And I remember what we are through him now. Now this is what he's saying. Now verse 11 says, Then he must take off these garments, change back into his regular clothes. This is talking about literally walking our daily lives. This is about our regular, our, our regular moments, our regular daily lives. This is what we should be always. And it says, and carry these ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonial clean. So in other words, it's about talking about holiness. 12. Meanwhile, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must never go out. Each morning, the priest will add fresh wood to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. What is the wood? The cross. This is my number one key to realign my heart back to his presence. Again, we, religion is me doing things for him, being there, trying my best to do something, to experience God. And we fail to forget that we can't do this on our own. This is why Jesus died on the cross for us, to experience him. 
So I literally, if I'm struggling in the secret place, I say this, Lord, I'm struggling, but I thank you because this is not about me. This has nothing to do with what I do or my works. I thank you for the cross, for it allows me to experience you every single day. Thank you because you took my place to experience you. And then I begin to imagine him in front of me. And I imagine the holes in his hands, the holes in his feet, the scars. And I say, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Man, I love that it was Thanksgiving yesterday. You know, this is, this is, this is just being thankful for what he has done. This is why he's saying, you know, to keep the fire burning, you need to put fresh wood every single day. It's running back to that cross. It's running back to the cross every single day. If we feel religious in this secret place, like it's impossible to experience God, run back to the cross. Just run back to Him. And I promise you, it never fails. It never fails. Because even the reality of the cross is the reality of His presence. Because through the cross, I'm able to experience Jesus. So the more real that cross becomes to me in my life, the easier His presence becomes to experience. This is it. This is the way I live my life. This is the way it all, all happens. Like I said, it is possible to be religious in the secret place when the cross is no longer your access. Meanwhile, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must never go out. Each morning, the priest will add fresh wood to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. That's his heart. Arrange my heart. Arrange what I was, who I was, on this burnt offering. On the, on the wood, on the cross. He will then burn the fat of the peace offerings on it. Remember, the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. It must never go out. So see how amazing Jesus is just desiring our hearts to be burning constantly. And even more amazing that it just requires him to do the work for us. And even more amazing on top of that, all we have to do is just say thank you. And we'll experience him. That we seek him every single day. It's everything. This is how we knock out religion. We do things with him. It's with Jesus and it's impossible to be with him without the cross so this is everything to me this is why i have no other message this is why i preach about this all the time because this is my this is the life i can't experience jesus man i can't even have an intimate relationship with god without the cross i have no other way and no access to, to tell you like this there's it's just there is no other way the reality of jesus christ the reality of the gospel the reality of the cross is my current reality of his real presence today. This is why I love it. This is why I love him. Because the more real that cross becomes, the more real the person of Jesus becomes. The more real the person of Jesus becomes in my life, the more real my love for him becomes. And that's when I start to say, Lord, I want to be there just because I want to be there with you. Because I love you. Because you're that real to me. This is what he does. He's an expert at doing this. He paid the price. But sometimes we fail to forget that he's able to be that real to us. So we try to do things to get to that reality. <laughs> this is religion.
So this is the way to knock out religion in our secret place. I love it because you just want to be alone. It's like, I love, I love what Eric Gilmore says. He says, lovers act differently when they're alone. If I'm in love with someone, I promise you, I'd rather spend time alone with them than a whole group. Like, I get so happy when I spend alone, you know, with the person that I'm in love with. Something happens with you, like, oh, I just, okay, like, yay, like, I'm going to be with you. I can't wait to be with you. Yeah, it's, it's, it, we're happy when we're with them, with other people, but, man, it just it's just a million times better. Man, Jesus is the same way. You can experience God in a service with people, and it's amazing, but I promise you something. Nothing will compare. Experience Jesus alone. There's no service. There's no conference. I'm going to Jesus 20 this year, and uh, I'll be in Mexico for the entire week and then I'll go straight to Florida and I'm actually really excited not because I'm going to the conference because I'm going to have a whole entire week off you know I go to work every single day and it's hard for me to really dedicate some time to be with him but man having this weekend I'm going to be on vacation in other words I'm going to have my own hotel room and things like that which means it's just going to be me and him <laughs> I can't wait to be with him Honestly, guys, like this is my number one thing. And I've always loved spending time with him. I love being alone in my house because I literally speak out loud to him. I walk around like he's with me. And just to know that I'm going to have an entire week with him, that is, I'm just super ecstatic for that. Of course, I'm going to see friends. I'm going to see, you know, people. But, uh, and obviously I'm going to Jesus 20. So I'm really excited for what God has in store for me there. But man, for some reason, on that event day on, of Jesus 20, I'm so excited to wake up in the morning in that hotel room to be with him. I'll go to Jesus 20, and I can't wait to go back to the hotel room to be with him again. Like, this is what it should look like to be in love with Jesus. To wanting to be alone with him. It's everything. Because it gets to the point where you start missing him. Like, Lord, I miss being with you, man. I miss being alone with you. I miss being in love with you. And sometimes we live life so religiously, and that's without him. I can say that, oh, he's with me because he, he died for me. Of course, that's so true. But experiencing him is everything. It's like saying, let's say I'm married, right? Oh, I know I'm married. I know she loves me. But it never compares to actually being with your wife or your husband. It never compares. You experience this person in any way, shape, or form, which causes a brand new desire for this person. So to me, it's super crucial to experience Jesus every single day. Every single day. Otherwise, we will not really love this person. We, we can't say we love Jesus without wanting to be with him, without being with this person. I'd rather do everything else but be with Jesus. That's not love. There's a saying that I will show you what you love. Just tell me what you do every single day. And the one thing that you spend more time on doing, that's what you love the most. So I'm just saying like, man, it all revolves around being with him. Just wanting to be with him. Just loving him and his presence and nothing else. That means in a place, 
by ourselves with him, that's, that's the world to me. So guys, I want to end it here. And I want to just pray for everyone that their reality of Jesus increases. That your reality of your secret place becomes so real because he's there. But it all begins with your heart. That it continues to burn. And there's no way to keep that fire burning without the cross. Oh man, I love this so much. So I'm just going to pray. Jesus, thank you so much for that cross. Thank you so much for what you've done for us. We love you. We so love you. Because you gave your life. You gave everything. You've done all the work so we can just fall in love with you. So all it takes is just one glimpse in your presence and you'll do the rest in our hearts. One glimpse of that cross and you do the rest, Lord. Thank you. I pray that right now, Holy Spirit, you begin to show the cross more real and depth to every single one who's listening. The holes in your hands, the scars on your feet, Father, I thank you for that. The wound in your sight, it's so real. It was for me. It was so we can experience you every single day. And Lord, sometimes we take this in vain. We fail to just want to be with you. Help us not see your crucifixion in vain. Well, we say thank you and we don't do nothing about it. We just say thanks and we don't experience your presence. So Jesus, thank you for everything. We praise you. We love you. Thank you for all that you've done. And this is our reality now, just you. Make us your reality ours. And let our reality just be you. We love you. We want more of you every single day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining. Man, this is my biggest prayer for, for Discover is that we encounter Jesus every single episode. That we can just fall more in love with Jesus and just run back. Like my my job here is that my words just attract you to be with him today. This is my only desire for Discover. Is that you hear these words and don't depend on these words for God. Let these words guide you straight to that secret place to be with him. Because this is your source of life. Not Discover Podcast. It's Jesus. Let Jesus be your source of life. Always. I promise you, you can never go wrong there. So that's my purpose here. This is what I want to do. I want to do my best to attract you into the secret place with him. And to experience him the best you can. So guys, thank you so much for joining. I pray that you guys join us in the next one. We'll go back into the book of Romans where we're discovering Jesus in the verses. Um, that's on Monday. But today was another Jesus Talks. It's on the Friday. So guys, thank you so much. Please join us on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. I'm going to be doing some daily vlogs on YouTube. So, that, um, so just stay tuned for those. But man, guys, thank you so much, so much, so much for joining. And I hope this blessed you. Share if it did. And uh, just continue to run after him every single day. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.